0: It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker, and author, creator of the Beyond Intention paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena.
1: Welcome to another uh, abundant conversation on the Do It With Dan podcast with my co creator in this experiment and experience the one, the only. They called him a samurai, and now he's a superhuman activator. My brother, from a definitely less chocolatey mother, Lee yeah. Davy. Woo! Show him some love, y'all. Show him
0: some love. Show him some love. What's up, all? What's up? In Facebook land today. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Lee, <laughs> you are. Yeah, let's get serious. This is, this is serious. serious, serious we're very it's serious word. people. to do very serious things. Yeah. Lee, you're a superhuman activator. You are also a prolific... Bringer of pain in the gym, as I experience <laughs> daily. Big heart, great soul. You do international retreats. You are creator of books and such delights. You are simply magnificent and wonderful. What's one thing you'd like to let my people know about you today?
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm mixing it up. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's throwing me a curveball here. Um, one thing I'd like to know. Um, I think it's my heart. Yeah, my heart. I uh I don't necessarily um look like I have a big heart on the outside, I think, because of got, the perception that, so that, the that people have <laughs> um, of yeah, of me. But uh yeah, I've I have a really big heart and um and sometimes it doesn't always even come across that way in the words that I speak, but it's always. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna
1: have to step in and disagree. It's always disrupt this because disagreement because I want to do
0: the best. I want to do the best for people. I want to support people. I want to, uh, I want to serve people, um, and I just want to change the world. I want to make the world a better place.
1: And you're doing it, bro. You're doing it.
0: Thanks brother. Thanks brother.
1: Okay, let's get to the serious talk okay, today. Let's
0: do a quick, quick intro. F- oh, uh, for Dreamer CEO. Dan Mangenna, um how to my peeps. How you doing? And I'm gonna throw it right back at you. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> same, same question, huh? Same, same question. question,
1: yeah. yeah. So, uh, I am obsessed with you living the fullness of the experience you are entitled to by divine birthright. Mm-hmm. Obsessed. To the point that I actually have to rein it in sometimes um, because I get upset with people that they don't see their greatness. They're talking mm-hmm. from lack not putting themselves first, which we're gonna talk about in another one of these conversations, not owning the abundance that's theirs, um, complaining when they have no idea at this level of consciousness, what beauties and wonder may be waiting for them on the other side of this experience. But most importantly, this experience as a whole is unfolding as a result of what they are defining here and now anyway. So by simply complaining about something, and not taking in the beauty of the experience, you are transmuting it into something less beautiful than it could be. Mike,
0: drop. We're done. Sage We're drop. Done. Done. Sage, and done. drop. <laughs> Sage and Crystal drop. Sage and Crystal drop. We've been we've been talking a lot today about the mission, right? How the the mm-hmm. mission kind of supersedes anything else at this point, and everything, everything else, right? Like it's it's that important, and I, I think we both are in agreement on that. Yeah. You know, just just how important the, the mission is to. Bring this type of information to people so that people can start to step in and and be
1: the masters
0: of their own lives I would say more than just
1: the information the empowerment that the information enables one to step into because information in and of itself that's great I can give you some information now if it doesn't inform your experience to the point that you make different choices then my question is what was the point
0: yeah, it's got to be the action, action, actionable embodiment, which of, we're going to talk about another time. What we're teaching, yeah, yeah. All yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. we're here yeah. to talk about divine
1: order yeah. versus choice. Yeah. Although Lee was determined to make it divine flow versus choice, <laughs> every time he went to type it into his computer, uh-huh. it's like divine flow. No, divine order. Divine flow. Divine order. <laughs> but we've already established that for Lee, divine order leads to flow or divine flow. Yeah. So exactly. why don't we kick this off? Why don't we get this train going with um? What is divine order to you?
0: For me, it's it's the plan that we created for ourselves before we took these forms. But what if someone doesn't believe in pre-form? Then you're missing out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Be better if you did.
0: <laughs> um, I mean, I can only speak to my own experience, mm-hmm. and when I was humanizing everything like Mm -hmm. really trying to do from the human perspective Mm -hmm. dr. Joe puts it as you know dragging dragging your body through space and experiencing time Mm -hmm. when I owned and operated my gym it was working my ass off you know Mm -hmm. 18 hours a day like grinding 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 to Mm -hmm. make any amount of anything happen and since that time that's almost four years ago the more that I take my hands off the wheel, you know, you know, the um, let go and let God, that quote, mm-hmm. or, um, it's like, and the more I'm connected to my highest self or to my spirit self or to source or, you know, I mean, you ha- you don't have to, but again, you're missing it. If you don't have a belief that there's something more going on than just this you in physical form and mm-hmm. this meat suit and everything was an accident and you're just here accidentally and I mean, for me, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot because then you're, you're having to work your ass off. You're having to work matter to matter. You're having to really try to make things happen, whereas the more connected I get to my, my future self, my spirit self, that source, mm-hmm. the more I take my hands off the wheel and let go on that God or um, channeling from the divine or mm-hmm. connecting to the field, however you want to put it, um, the faster and the better things get.
1: Okay. There's a couple of things I want to pull up on here <laughs> because I've got some pet peeves that arise from what I feel to be a lazy... I want to be controversial. I'm going to throw some, some, some gas in there. <laughs> <laughs> some lazy BS perspectives on a beautiful truth that people sometimes I've witnessed in my work, and indeed being in this world for the best part of 20 years. I mean, I was like in a mystery school and stuff, so I'm, I've seen so much. Mystery. mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. Um, and that's the idea that the letting go, <laughs> you have to be in the driver's seat to let go, number one. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yeah. To let go of the rule, well, you have to have been in the driver's seat in the first place, right? And I think one of, if we, if we step into universal law, and look, I, I don't remember the, the the name of the one right now, but we'll flick it up and I'll, I'll find it, and I'll, I'll actually find the one, um, the particular universal law. But it says that spirit, God, the universe, divine, source, whatever you call that, me and Jess use Gus because it's just all-encompassing, and it's a really cool word, G-U-S. Um,
0: <laughs> I like that. It's
1: consistently responding to request, whether consciously or subconsciously made. Even when we start playing with uh, the idea of the ideas presented in quantum physics, which is scientific which for me, it's a scientific approach to what we call spirituality. Mm-hmm. When you start looking at all of the concepts and how they're crossing over, it's basically spirituality with numbers and tests and experiments. It's that- Verifiable data. Verifiable data. Reality as we know it, at this level of density, at this level of consciousness, which is simply consciousness operating at this density, only becomes based on an observer. So only becomes based on an entity expecting an experience and through that expectation, having that experience, which is what a lot of my work is about, being deliberate on what that expectation is and creating a clear path between the choice of expectation and the experience, right? So people are like, yeah, I'm surrendered. I'm in the flow. I'm going with divine order. And lose sight of the fact that divine order is still responding to an input from you as the observer at the end of the day and so if you are surrendered and have not set a conscious intention whatever's happening at a subconscious level for you will be the one that's informing god divine universe source what you're calling in and therefore attribute contributing to the experience at had at the end of the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's 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 yeah. that's where i'm i'm at with that
0: yeah that makes sense and and i i like to look at it like this like because you're right there's there's a there's an adequate amount of co-creation going on yes right and whether you're conscious of it or not Mm -hmm. it's happening it's happening right and most people you know you grow up with the the paradigms of lack and i can't and i'm not good enough and Somebody else is better off, you know, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then subconsciously, like you said, that's creating a reality of more things essentially that you don't want. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, like you said, becoming conscious Mm -hmm. and aware, which, I mean, we've talked about all week and we mentioned in yesterday's podcast about, you know, so many people are still not even aware that they're not aware, right? <laughs> so becoming aware, becoming aware of your thoughts in, in every moment, becoming aware of the words that you speak in every mm-hmm. moment, how you're feeling, what you're focusing on, right? And then that awareness can lead you to starting to co-create the thoughts and feelings that you want that you've
1: chosen to deliver. That you chosen, chosen desire yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. And then that's when, and I, I again, I'm like. Before it was all this doing without any really conscious awareness, any conscious thought Mm -hmm. of you know, am I even doing stuff that I want to (laughs) do that I I enjoy? That's bringing us you know. Well, for some people, they
1: they know they don't like it, but they don't know that they they have a choice in not doing that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. There's that stuck. I'm I'm stuck. I have to pay the bills. (sighs)
0: So, creating that awareness, Mm -hmm. then connecting Mm -hmm. right, meditation, breath work, some of the tools that we'll talk about Mm -hmm. a little bit later. Mm getting some information when you've quieted the mind Mm -hmm. after you've focused on what you've wanted, and then taking action based on the information that you're getting, Mm -hmm. right? So for me, that's that's kind of the bridge of of what we're talking about.
1: And we're gonna talk about action. um, We've got like about six or seven topics that we've picked that we're definitely going to do. Lee's here hanging out at my house for the rest of the week. And then I I lose my friend. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we're going to keep this going. We're going to do some stuff remotely and whatnot, but we're going to keep this conversation going. And at some point, although some of you may be listening to this on the podcast already, it's going to make its way to the podcast, but for now, we're doing some lives. So that we get the opportunity to hang out and, and share this cool, common vibe. We've been communing. We've been working out every morning, sort of keeping this going, having these conversations. And we wanted to to bring you into that conversation. But action is one of the pieces we're talk about later today. For those of you joining us uh, uh, late, now um, <laughs> or post description or, or post we're, now, <laughs> we're talking about divine order versus choice. Uh, we've spoken about um, what it means to surrender. Uh, We're going to get back to divine order in a sec. We've spoken about action being an important piece of it. We've spoken about matter to matter versus using the fullness of what's available to us in order to create. And for a moment, we touched on the importance of awareness and how... For many of us, we are not even aware of what we are aware or unaware of. Right, we're just in a, a state of unknowing,
0: perpetual, perpetual unawareness. unawareness,
1: which is a very sad state to be in. It is very it sad. Is. Um, and if you guys have any questions, please. yeah, please pop them in the yep. old yep. the old chat box, and we'll, we'll, we'll if we don't if it's far out of line on what we're doing today, then we'll make sure we include it in another conversation. But all input. Um, I know a couple of people slid in my DMs yesterday. I see. Um, we'll make sure that that's covered in what we're speaking about over the course of the time we're together. So divine order, divine order. <laughs> you were going to say
0: flow, weren't you? I was <laughs> going to say flow.
1: You're such a twat. <laughs> <laughs> the divine order then could be said to be how things turn out once instructions been sent. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. But are the instructions coming from what level of, of regardless awareness?
1: Regardless of whether the whether those instructions are coming out. I found, in fact, do you know what I'm going to do? Let me read the law. I found the law. So this is from the Natural Laws Cheat Sheet by one of my teachers, David Nagel. Um, I will tank him so you guys can see his work. It's really, really powerful stuff. Um, he's literally uh, amazing at this stuff. So, um... One of the laws that was first put put out as a primary law, is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law states that everything is constantly moving from non-form to form and back again. It's a creative process and also explains prayer, which we're we'll probably gonna talk about in essence another time. Mm-hmm. The reciprocating law of spirit, which is the subsidiary law to that, the reciprocating law of spirit is spirit operates completely deductively and switch out divine source, the field, whatever you wanna call it.
0: Energy, it's all the same.
1: Energy operates completely deductively. Whatever is turned over to spirit manifests in the exact form in which it is received. Spirit cannot change a thing.
0: Which So I want to kind of weave back in what level of awareness, and this will be a question to Mm -hmm. you all, Mm -hmm. what level of awareness are you playing at? Um, I watched a video by our friend Jason Estes, yep. the, the activation station guy who whom you should all check out. Uh, but he's Nathan's like,
1: already checked him out.
0: He's <laughs> like <"Yeah>, Nathan, Nathan, <laughs> Nathan's bye. already on, Nathan's on it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Nathan Nakpan. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like if you are if you were aware of what your highest self had planned for you in this lifetime? Mm-hmm it's so much bigger and so much greater and so much more abundant and more profound than anything our human minds could ever even dream up. Mm -hmm. So if you can get to a point where you are, you know, playing at that level Mm -hmm. of awareness and whether it's, whether you talk about it as channeling or activating, accessing, uh, transmitting, downloading, if you're, able to just be the conduit for that information that infinite information to flow to and through you right then and believe or have faith that you are divinely guided in all that you do then the things that you are going to create Mm -hmm. in this reality Mm -hmm. through this vessel Mm -hmm. are going to be so much more expansive than than what our perceived persona or the egoic human thinking mind could...
1: i got something for you bro. Yeah. What if someone doesn't believe in that? Because bearing in mind that the experience that we have is limited to our beliefs, because we can't experience, we can't okay. witness something that we don't believe is possible, if someone's holding a disempowering belief to the extent that they don't believe that's possible, then how can they create it?
0: I think that...
1: And that's where the choice piece comes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let me just bring you guys up to speed with what just happened a million times at miles an hour in my mind. And Lee just caught because we've been spending so much time now, we're telepathically linked. Um, so here's, here's, here's the piece for you guys to consider. We've just seen that subsidiary law of the universal law of perpetual transmutation of energy, is that everything that's handed over to God, universe, divine, source, comes back in exactly the manner it's received. This is one of the reasons why I say you've never failed at anything, because the mind doesn't lose, because the subconscious mind is moving at 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of your conscious mind. And so therefore those programs that you're operating on at a subconscious level are informing the creation of your reality as it's unfolding moment to moment, faster than you can quite possibly conceive consciously. And that 5% of the time that you spend conscious, much of the time is spent moderately conscious, and actually just following through with what's been happening subconsciously, supporting it, enforcing it, repeating it, spent looking for evidence to to support it. I did a a tweet today. Now, start polluting your, did I do a tweet? This is a quick segue, by the way. If you haven't been here before, I make segues. Start polluting your environment with evidence of what you choose to experience. I, did, um, I recorded a podcast. It's gonna be on the podcast this Friday, or later than this one, anyway, early in this one. Look back at it uh, with Renee Garcia, who's, um, uh, she's a recognized, accredited reality trans surfing coach. She's amazingly dope. She's really, really cool check out Reality underscore Transurfing on on Instagram and check out some of her videos. She's into some dope stuff. And we were talking about this, that if you have a desire, start spending your conscious time focusing attention on that instead of what you don't want. Like um, Wayne Dyer said, if there are two outcomes possible, both of which may or may not be true, why devote your conscious time the three to five shots of glycogen that you got in the brain to actually do big work. Dedicate that to what you want and what you desire mm-hmm. versus what you don't want and what you don't desire and you'll start seeing things change. That's a hack, by the way, that's a hack. Mm-hmm. Back to our regular broadcasting. I'll just add quickly. Add in. Fear, fear and faith yes. will require you to believe in something unseen. Why not choose faith? Actually, I will speak about this in my book. I speak about this a lot. Fear and faith are exactly, they're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Holding an outcome as ice and boiling water, exactly, it's all the same. Holding an outcome as a truth that you're committed to experiencing in advance of witnessing it in your physical experience, absolutely. So, being so sure of an outcome that you allow it to inform your emotional state, your physical state, and therefore your, your physical environment. Faith just those that are agreeable. Fear those that are disagreeable. The same way that anxiety is teleporting your consciousness to future experience that hasn't happened yet that you don't desire. Right? And therefore it comes into your... And then you're calling in because our emotional experience informs our physical experience. Reality wraps around how we feel. If you don't know what I mean about that, then let me know and maybe I'll do another yeah, so quick podcast we'll about it because that's what I talk about, y'all. You Reality can, wrapping you around how we feel. Or you could <laughs> get the book second view <laughs> on intention. Um,
0: I want to just give people another perspective, right? Go if, for in it. terms of... What we focus on grows, so the universe gives us more of what we acknowledge, right? Yes. And it's just a really simple example. The first couple of days I was here, I would see like a butterfly, and so out loud I'm like, "Oh, I love butterflies." Mm. The next day, another butterfly shows up. You I go, love baby. butterflies. There you go. Then like two, then three in a day, right? So yeah. the universe gives you more of what you're acknowledging, mm-hmm. right? So it's just another way of saying what we're reiterating what we've already said. Right, so if you're acknowledging, I'm in pain. This sucks. I I hate my life. Oh God, I gotta go to work today. You're gonna get more of that. More of that. Whereas if you're, you know, if you're starting to, I feel great today. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're acknowledging those things, if you're not acknowledging the butterflies, if you're acknowledging money. Oh yeah,
1: we did that. It's about money. Money,
0: money, money, money. money. (laughs) Right, you're changing your frequency. Yep, and. The universe is going to match that frequency. You're going to say, "Hey, he's he's paying
1: attention to this stuff. Let's, let's this give him more. more of it." And there's a couple of pieces on that. First and foremost, if you're not quite at a level, I was waiting for her to say that. I was Sarah waiting for her to those say that. <laughs> well, if you, Sarah. if oh. you're at, if you're Hi, not at a level where this discussion on energy is really you I know a lot of my people are sort of making the transition into a lot of this type of work and type of information. Um, Look at it this way, there is a piece of the brain called the reticular activating system, which is actively filtering your inputs. Um, Anyone that's done any personal development, any at all, post Tony Robbins, uh, will know that they tell you, close your eyes, think of the color red, open your eyes, I bet you can see red, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) That's because your brain literally, once given an instruction to look out for something, looks for it, that's why one of the things that I talk about in Beyond Intention is deliberately spending time to focus on being grateful and gratitude. That's why gratitude Huge. is a massively powerful, powerful tool. Because, i Because, and play, which we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because the more time you spend setting yourself up to look for things to be grateful for, if you're doing a gratitude journal, which is a practice I give to everyone, at the end of the day, writing five things to be grateful for, starting off the day with one thing to be grateful for, and embodying those, gra- those points of gratitude, over time, your mind is going to start getting tricked into spending the day looking for things to write in your gratitude journal at the end of the day. Therefore, your attention is going to be looking for things to be grateful for, things to be grateful for, things to be grateful for, things to be grateful for. As you're spending time over the course of your day checking into a space of gratitude, what's gonna start happening is your general sense and state of being is going to be aligned with the vibrational Mm -hmm. frequency of gratitude, with Mm -hmm. the energy of gratitude. Now, if your conscious mind is being populated consistently with thoughts of gratitude, You're programming your subconscious mind to look for points of gratitude. What's going to start informing your general subconscious thoughts? Gratitude and things to be grateful for. So what sorts of things are you going to be creating? Things to be grateful for. Why? Because the subconscious mind, having been polluted with that idea, with that thing, is gonna start infecting all of the thoughts and instructions going out to the field, going out to God, going to the divine, going to energy. It's like, it's gonna be infecting all of them. They're all gonna be speckled with but gratitude, but gratitude. Gratitude And the gratitude, very dust. And that's going to elevate the frequency of what you're creating. And as a result, the experience that you're going to start having is going to be shifted and on a different level. This is a very, very important hack, guys. Um, step three, beyond attention, gratitude is about spending time doing that deliberately. Stepping into a space of gratitude, connecting to things that you want to experience. And I just want to add one thing before I pass yeah. the butt to leave, just one thing. There are some people right now I can hear you through the ethers, <laughs> I can do that. Um, I just heard that, stop it. Um, there's some of you right now that are like, yeah, but how can I be grateful for this and how can I be grateful for that? Reframes, go ahead and check out my stuff on reframing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, hit me up. I'll connect you with some of my content on reframing. You can re everything in the now. I'm gonna join my Dream With Dan Facebook group I'm gonna put some content on there soon from the retreat we had the other day about reframing. But most importantly, it's important for you to understand that everything is possible before it's happened and everything is, has the potential to be reframed after it's happened. So if you're looking at an impossible situation, until that impossible situation has shown up in its final form, you still have the opportunity to change it. But changing it does require you changing it from a different space from a different mindset, from a different state, and a powerful way to start shifting that state is with gratitude. Okay, I'm finished now. Mike drop. Sage drop. We drop sage and crystals here. Sage and crystals and money. Uh, we don't okay. drop money. Well, we drop it. Unless it's in the drop, hands. Drop, unless drop, it's in the hands. Unless it in the, unless or, in the hands. Unless in Drop it in, the, or, in, the, <laughs> <our pockets. laughs> in my pocket. Drop yeah, <laughs> it in my pocket. Anyway, I'm gonna stop being silly now. <laughs>
0: No, I love all that. And I, I think it takes us back. It, it's, it's funny. There's, I mean, there's probably a half dozen points on every talk that we do that kind of leads <laughs> us back to the same place.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I feel like that led us back to awareness and being very, very present. Mm. Right. Because you can only make those choices in the eternal now. Mm. So if you're not uber present mm-hmm. in every moment. Mm -hmm. then you're not going to know, you know, you're not, you're not going to have the ability to, to make those choices of um, course correction. So what level, again, what level of awareness are you playing at? Right. Because that's going to determine your level of presence Mm -hmm. and your ability to make choice. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, all you need to do is, make a couple of choices that are going to move you in the direction of where you want to go and how you want to feel Mm -hmm. right with a little bit of understanding. And I feel like that's going to start to open you the door of, well, maybe there is something to this whole divine stuff or spirit stuff or, you know, I I think once you start to see the positive feedback Mm -hmm. of just changing your mindset of becoming very, very aware, very, very present Mm -hmm. in your daily life, right? That's going to open the door to, hey what you know what else Mm -hmm. what else can i do what else can i play with Mm -hmm. right and then you get into this this play this gratitude Mm -hmm. this this mode of you know of of experimentation Mm -hmm. with your life of of you know being the creator rather than the bystander Mm -hmm. right or the victim rather than the or the victor rather rather than the victim
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: and so for me it's like there there was always a belief but like a deep-seated belief, but there was still like, okay, I need proof. Like mm. I need, I need verifiable data, mm-hmm. right? And the data is out there, folks. All you have to do now is look. Mm-hmm. You know, the like you said, the the science explains everything. We're able to measure everything. We're able to measure, you know, all the energies around us and in us and in the room. And um, you know, we're able to see it at a at a microscopic level. You know, matter moving, vibrating, mm-hmm. right? We talked about it yesterday how everything vibrates. We, mm-hmm. we live in this, this ocean of motion. And so I guess to, to wrap this little segment up is if you can become uber-present, uber-aware, start to play with some of these things, use the gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Um, start to play with, start, start to, you know, like a kid again. Kids have no problem visualizing. Mm-hmm. right but we've we've shut off that creative faculty um, as as we get older because it's not logical and it doesn't make sense and you know you've, you've got to have the proof and all this stuff start to dream again mm-hmm. right dreamers manifesto start to visualize visualize what you want your life to look like mm-hmm. and then play in that space mm-hmm. and then the universe you know acknowledge the things that you want to see and the universe is going to show you something and then that's going to open you up to playing a little bit more in that space hmm Right? And the more you open up to it, trust me you're going to start to believe that there's there's something more mm. out there that there's something more than you know these physical meat suits that we've been programmed to believe or perceive that that's all we are, and when you open yourself up to that belief, it gets bigger and more expansive and more magical, and then life just it it becomes beautiful, joyous. Play that we get to play in if and we you get choose, to manifest if you, if you, you choose, choose. If you choose. The opportunity
1: arises if you choose. If you choose. Yeah. I was gonna say the belief system opens up the gateways to those experiences, but I can give you the safe with the million dollars in it and give you the code. That doesn't mean that the money's yours unless you, and this is the action piece, right? Mm-hmm. Actively making the choice to step into that potential that you've opened yourself up to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We all know people that do spiritual work that still hate their life right? Beautiful meditation in the morning, (laughs) shit rest of the day, right? Your job's crap, your kids are devils, (laughs) your partner, what the hell, like health is, you know, but that work that's being done with morning practice, with regular practice over the course of the day, that's adding to the possibility to experience more, but it's just a possibility until that possibility is converted into experience Mm. through choice and action, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, <laughs> and help. I suppose we could say, um, because we've been at this a little minute, um, bringing in the choice piece, is it really divine order versus choice? Or is it choice leads to divine order, which we can choose to be in alignment with or not? Mm-hmm. It,
0: it becomes a, a cyclical circle. thing, a circle, yeah. right?
1: A beautiful because circle or, or a vicious circle, depending on what your choices are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the choice is is yours. yours. (laughs) We've got some questions. Let's take a look at some of these questions because one of them looked really, really interesting. And I think I want to get into it. So can we have a look at some of these questions? Because they're on yours. Mine's not got questions. I've just got people saying they're listening. Hi to everyone watching live. I
0: love you guys. I love you. I love you.
1: All of you. Also you, but I don't know. Yet. Yet. <laughs> and I love you all. <laughs> My heart is for everyone.
0: Um, so, what, what questions Cornell, Cornell Lord Judah, uh, so what goes for when a society collective group think it doesn't spend time acknowledging the negative impacts of racism and oppression? Mm-hmm. Does the racism and oppression go away if they only acknowledge things to be grateful for? What happens when the environment is non-conducive to
1: the individual's material manifestation? First and foremost, thank you. Yeah. Can we screenshot and uh, take a, a copy? We don't need to do that now. But when we talk about um, action, yeah. I, I want to refer, I wanna refer yeah. back to this. Yeah. So I'm going to touch on this very, very lightly now, but I want to get into it deeply when we, when we do a, a section on, uh, we're going to do something on, on action um, at some point coming up, right? So, Cornell, uh, I, I'm trusting that this is proper enunciation and, and, and reference to your name. No, it doesn't because even the idea of racism and oppression is a collective agreement. I, um, I'm a student of um, the guides through a channel called Paul, C- Paul Selig. He does, they give him some amazing work. I really recommend looking into it. It's a great, a great look at reality through a high level of consciousness. Um, but the whole idea of collective agreements was something that I didn't really get. I kind of, I understood it in a different language when I was in the ancient Egyptian order. I had it in a different language in. But when I had it in this language, it just clicked. Belief systems happen because there's sufficient energy supporting it. Yep. The belief systems that we have as individuals happen and occur and are sustained by the energy that we give it through our attention and through deeply imprinting that in our consciousness by taking actions in line with it and by following through with that as an ideal. So we get personal agreements and personal belief systems from that. Collective agreements are simply belief systems that sufficient people have contributed their energy to that it becomes a reality. Not a truth, but a reality that then gets reinforced by more people doing it. We're seeing it now happen in a positive way. More people are coming to this sort of information. More people are coming to the light. More people are coming to this sort of work. More people are coming to expansion. More people are even becoming vegan, right? And that's only because more energy is being given to that collective agreement. And as soon as enough of us reach that, it will become the new norm, a new collective agreement that as a coherent frequency takes out the others, but none of that can happen unless a couple of things fall into place. Number one, so long as we're subscribing to it by giving it our energy, it continues to have life. That's number one. That's not putting your head in the sand. That's making the conscious choice to change the energy that you're giving a situation. I've been... the victim of numerous instances of racism, racial prejudice, I simply make the choice to re-know those experiences in a manner that doesn't add more energy to it. And therefore, as a result, I've unplugged or unmanifested Mm -hmm. the deeper effects of that in my life. Most importantly, I don't allow it to imprint and create trauma that informs my choices going forward, and therefore it doesn't affect me so deeply. That doesn't mean it's not a collective agreement that other strands of consciousness experience but the only way that any of us are going to break, through, break free from this and other debilitating, disempowering, um, destructive fields that show up at these, at these collective agreements is by making the choice to do things differently. And that starts with disrupting the program. One of the most powerful ways to disrupt the program is through gratitude. So no, I'm not saying just think happy thoughts and the racism is going to go away. What I'm saying is, is that the hard choices the shifts in consciousness and the new collective agreements that must be built in order for those old um, those old houses of, 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 of reality to fall away demands that enough of us step into an elevated state and in that elevated state choose to disrupt the system through the actions that we take, through the energy that we're putting into the field. <clears throat> then and only then can these larger collective agreements fall away, in my humble opinion, because it's simply the energy of consciousness being given to it in a supportive way, whether by hate or by love, because when we're hating the racist, we're giving them the same energy and feeding the same energy of racism, we're not breaking it. Mm -hmm. The same way as when we love the racist. It's exactly the same thing. Both elevated energy, just one of them is empowering and one is disempowering. I love
0: what you said about unplugging, right? We spoke about
1: that and we spoke about that at the retreat. Yeah, yeah,
0: so, so powerful, so, so important. And you know, I don't, Didn't really want to go down the. Not going to go down the political road, but (laughs) in terms of Trump, a lot of people think that Trump's, you know, whatever, and I tend to agree. (laughs) We can leave it there. there. (laughs) But what I will say is that um, it was it was a necessary step, right? Mm. His his presidency was a necessary step because all of the evil that has kind of always been here has now been exposed mm. right? and it's 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 like an exposure healing is going on it's like it's come up to everything has to come up to the surface so that the the masses could look at it and say do we do we still really want this mm-hmm. and then we can make a choice mm-hmm. as to whether or not we're going to continue in the same fashion or are we going to go in a different direction mm. and just kind of an addendum to that is you know some of the the retreats and i mean the people in the communities that we're both involved with um an event i was at last month you know i met some pretty pretty incredible people um that you know more of us are starting to look in a completely different direction Mm. and um new guidance models are being discussed new new communities are being discussed um a new frequency is coming on to the earth the earth is ascending and I think I mentioned this in the last one as well. Mm-hmm. it just feels really relevant and, and really necessary to continue to mention that the, the planet as a whole is ascending. We are becoming a, 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 an ascended master planet mm-hmm. and everyone on the planet are also ascended masters, and we're just awakening to this beauty, to this to this you know this realization, this truth. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to awaken, right, the, the, the exposure stuff had to happen. And as we continue uh, to more of us look in this direction, it's like we're, we're realizing our oneness. We're realizing our unity. Yes, a quickening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, right? We're realizing the power that we have, and we're taking that power back. Right? And with every single person that realizes this, with every single person that takes their power back, with every single person that, you know, unplugs from the prejudices and, and the old paradigms and the old belief systems and starts to turn and look this way, it exponentially increases the power and the the unity, the oneness. We're creating that, a new
1: collective agreement. We're
0: creating a new agreement. Mm-hmm. And this is where we're moving. Mm. And it's beautiful. I mean, I, I'm so glad that we all chose chose to be here (laughs) at this time in history
1: it's never happened before ever but it's happening now but it's happening now and you chose to be here i just want to touch on um cornell's question about an elevate pitch Uh, i'd say i mean this is what my work's all about cornell personally right it's about taking your power back to choose the experiences that you have but then taking that power of choice and applying it specifically to creating an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life, a.k.a. a, a life that acknowledges that everything that you could ever desire is available and yours. Uh, joyful as in you're happy with those choices that you've made, choices that are yours and elevate you. And purpose-driven as in it's aligned with you at more than just at this level of consciousness. Whether you want to call it God's will, whether you want to call it your higher self, the future self, whatever you want to call it, taking instruction, or being informed by something more than three-dimensional conscious reality and lining up with that, right? Uh, my model beyond intention is very simple. So for these people, this one's for you. For my people, sorry to repeat it. Not really, not really. <laughs> so beyond intention is four steps. Number one, accept. So I accept I'm the author and creator of my life. All that has happened has been mine. All that will happen is my responsibility. Step two is clear, acknowledge that I must be present in order to create new experiences and I must do the work to be present, that, re- that requires letting go of the past and letting go of the future and being present enough to make those new choices. Step three, gratitude, connecting deliberately to the frequency of vibration, the feelings and emotions associated with the experience I want to witness. And number four, listen, taking responsibility for ensuring that I remain on track and do what I must do to get back on track when I fall off track. So those are the four steps. Now this model could be applied to anything. And I'd say for anyone that wants to choose to start breaking free of these agreements, regardless of how they're showing up in their life, on a micro or a macro level, accept that they're responsible for what they experience in their reality. Accept that they can only choose to exercise that responsibility and power through the now. Choose consciously what they wanna experience. And number four, stay mindful. Think, act, live, breathe with awareness. And apply that awareness to saying, Am I here and now, in this moment, vibrating at, feeling at, experiencing on the inside what I want to witness on the outside? Because what's being turned over to spirit or consciously or subconsciously as instructions is showing up as my reality, exactly. You've never found anything, guys. Nothing that you've experienced has been anything other than your choice at some level of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And that's, some, that's hard for some people to hold, mm-hmm. myself included sometimes, because we want to be able to blame, right? We want to be able to pass the buck. We want to be able to say why me and blah, 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 blah. But the fact of the matter is, is that on some level, we are it's we're either allowing it, calling it in, inspiring it or connecting to it on some way. And I speak about that in some depth, depth in other places. That's not for today. But the fact of the matter is, it's ours. And until we let go of the attachment and commitment to it, I spoke about that on the live yesterday morning, until we let go of the connection to it energetically, we will keep perpetuating and experiencing it. But the second that we take that power and apply that power and choose differently, the divine order can be in our favor. Absolutely.
0: And for me, owning it all, that's that's what taking your power back is about, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you created the mess or the problems or wherever you are at this given time, then you can create your way out of it. You can create something new. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's somebody else that did all the bad stuff to me, mm-hmm. I've given my power away. I've got no creative ability. I, I can't, I didn't get myself into it, so I sure as hell can't get myself self out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> so it's just, it's just perspective, right? Take responsibility. I did this to me. I created this. On some, on some, level. And on that's, some and level. And that's not to right? blame yourself. No, no, to, no, step no. And... to step
1: Ooh, into self-harm and- To step blah. into
0: self-power. I created it. I can create something new. And that's it. I'm.
1: I. I am the creator. I am. I am. Um. He's got another one. Yeah, do you want to grab that one? and then Yeah. I wanted to wrap up because I've, I've got to go and do something. I've got to meet a commitment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll take uh, last question, Cornell. So, uh, what is the most optimal strategy for accelerating and bringing others uh, along with you simultaneously? For me, it's being that change. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, okay. So there are two parts to that. So being being the change, right? And I mean, if you live solely from your heart, right? Again, we touched on this yesterday. Mm -hmm. The heart's uh, electromagnetic electromagnetic pulse is, or emission is 60 to 100 times greater than the brain. So if you are always living in your heart, if you're always sending others love, right? No matter how trying or triggering (laughs) the the people, the situations may be, you're going to impact them at some level, right? Mm -hmm. So you just being you, living your truth, is going to have an impact on people. Mm. The second part to that is sometimes tough love is needed. Mm. And speaking from from my own experience in my own life, um, <clears throat> at times there have been people that haven't been able to hear me. Actually, until recently, until the last year, I haven't even been able to be myself in certain situations. Mm. And I'm not going to name these situations because um, I don't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. But, um, and when I started to be myself, it started to create more conflict to a point where it came to a head. And I was like, I'm not until, until a certain amount of respect is paid that I deserve, hmm. then I'm no longer going to be in these situations and you're no longer get going to get to have communication or interaction with me. Hmm. And that in and of itself shifted the energy of the situation. So, hmm. so, you know, for me, it's, it's, being the love, being the change, being yourself, living authentically and in your truth every single moment, that in and of itself is going to change people. And when it doesn't, you have to be willing to be detached enough to say, you know what, you don't get, you don't get access to, mm. to this love until you come to a little bit of a correction. doesn't mean you have to believe everything I believe, mm-hmm. but you at least have to pay me some respect. Loving boundaries. Loving boundaries. Yeah, we spoke yeah. about this.
1: You know, yeah, boundaries.
0: So yeah, that's that, that's how I would. <laughs> the
1: only thing that I would add to that, um, for the sake of, of of just literally putting some cherries on the, the wonderful gelato um, that Lee just placed it down on the, on the, on the on the table, is that at this level of consciousness, I'm being very clear about this. At this level of consciousness, we do not have dominion over other entities operating at this level of consciousness unless we use force, which is violence, aggression, and push power. Other levels of consciousness, we're not talking about that. We're talking about here, three-dimensional physical matter. So if you want to bring people along with you simultaneously, understand that it's not going to happen at this level of consciousness without push or pull, right? But we do operate at other levels of consciousness, and those levels of consciousness do not require physical action. But most importantly, you can only witness and experience and have in your environment that which is a vibrational match to you. So the people that come along with you are gonna be the people that are ready to come along with you. There'll be people that have not yet, at this level or in this expression, made the choice to step into that change which you're choosing to see. It's not your fucking job to do anything other than be yourself, be the light, be the change, Because at this level, it's not your job to actually do the physical, I'm going to force you, I'm going to push. That's not our job to do. I was reading a post yesterday. It's not your job to detoxify toxic people. (laughs) It's your job to deal with what part of you still allows yourself to to vibrate with toxic people. By being the change that you want to see and showing up authentically, authentically and consistently in that space, you will shift that which shows up around you. Uh And that shift will be several people simultaneously coming along. If you make the choice for it, accept it, get clear as you exercise that power, connect to what it would be as an experience, and then make sure you're on target with it by thinking and feeling of awareness. There was one- Can I drop one more cherry on that? Drop it. <laughs> no, <laughs> chocolate sprinkles. Uh, chocolate sprinkles, yes. It <laughs> cho- chocolate sprinkles. Did, we, did, we, did
0: we get uh, whipped
1: cream? I might do some whipped cream, we see what we <laughs> okay, come okay, up with. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, love.
1: Mm-hmm
0: love yeah and there is always more love to feel Mm -hmm. there's always more love to connect to Mm -hmm. and this actually this was a combination of like meditation and and medicine journey that showed me this Mm -hmm. when the persona of me dissipated it's like i was stardust but it was love and that stardust right so we can take it into the quantum level at the quantum level there is no separation. We're all, mm-hmm. we're all one, right? And so at that oneness level, if I am love and purity, mm. and that's how I move into all of my relationships, that's how I move into everything that I do, everything in my heart is going to be made manifest. Mm. And that in and of itself is going to heal you and the people around you. So be love. And there's always more love to connect to. Hmm. There's always more love to feel. And if you can connect and feel to greater and greater degrees, every single moment, every choice, and you take that with you hmm. in everything that you do and all that you are, in all of your interactions, that's how we're going to heal the world.
1: That's the whipped cream. And the, <laughs> and the chocolate sprinkles. We're going to wrap it up there, guys. It's yep. been an absolute pleasure sharing space with you today. We're going to be back tomorrow with another topic. We don't know which one it's going to be of what we've got yet. <laughs> we just flip a coin. We'll flip <laughs> a coin. Um, a quantum piano coin. Uh, so Nathan joined us. Uh, thanks to everyone that joined us live. Really freaking appreciate you guys. Be sure to go to head to www.lee.com. Check out Lee, his uh, Transcend 171. Um, Instagram. On Instagram, yep. I'm Dreamer yep, CEO yep. on Instagram and Twitter. Connect with us, let's keep this conversation going. We're here to support and empower you. Um, this has been Do It with Dan. Uh, the podcast is live on all channels. Please like, review, and share. Subscribe if you haven't already. If it's your first time here, it means so much to be able to, to share this space with you to empower you to choose an abundant, purposeful. Joyful life. I love this. I love this. I love this. Mm -hmm. Love you guys. been a pleasure tomorrow. Love you, brother. Lee, thank you for being a part of this co-creative experience. Love love you, bro. And um, yeah, mucho (laughs) gusto. We'll be back tomorrow, but till then.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Do It With Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date,
1: visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.